A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know All right Babies. Hello, babies. Welcome to Baby Geniuses. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Can you tell us apart? <laughs> Some people can't. <laughs> That's true. It's- I feel like sometimes we get comments on the podcast where they think I said something that you said. I feel like our voices are so different. Yeah. We've talked about this before, but you're a little more nasally and I'm a little more milky. Wow. Wow. The what? truth comes out. Is that bad? No, it's fine. I think we. I think I was the one who said that. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things you can only say about yourself. The it, word nasal does, doesn't sound flattering. What's Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of offensive to the nose. Like, <laughs> what's so wrong with the nose that being nasally would be an insult? Yeah. Although I, milky, have, milky voice sounds like an insult, too, after... Uh, well, oh, no, never yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drinking milk is gross. And, yeah. and also that guy who ate those 10 hot milk desserts and died. That's right. That's right. Um... Yeah, it's a. Uh, what's weird about people not knowing which one of us is which is during one on phone, I go, Lisa, <laughs> blah, 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 question. <laughs> which is, as an example, not any better or worse than the questions we usually ask. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 question? Yeah. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> um. I think at the end of this episode, we're going to have a cliffhanger for the first time. Oh, it yeah. doesn't count as a cliffhanger if we announce it. <laughs> I I want to introduce some new structural elements to this podcast. We're going to have cliffhangers now. Yeah. Um, we're going to have like a will they, won't they? We're going to get one of those going between you and me, I guess, or between our microphones. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've been slowly incorporating some new equipment, so that's got kind of an element of surprise to it. And will they, won't they fix their sound issues? Will they, won't they get mic clips to put their <laughs> on microphones the mic. on yeah. stands? We ordered mic stands so that like <laughs> we wouldn't um, make this, these kinds of sounds. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, they didn't come with things that, the micro- that would actually hold the microphones up, which feels like a real scam to me. Um, I'm turning into my father talking about everything being a scam. <laughs> um, Amazon.com scammed me. Did they? Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot <laughs> that you were talking about the exact same thing we were talking about. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, skunks that attack your dog. Oh, well, this is just something that happened, but my dog... <laughs> got sprayed by a skunk twice in one week the and fuck? i think because the first time it happened it was her favorite thing that ever happened really she loved it she got sprayed just slightly and then she went and rolled in it to get more of it on her why uh she liked the stinky smell hmm. and she liked all the attention she got after oh and she even enjoyed the bath even though normally she doesn't like baths she was wagging the whole time so excited Huh. Um, so I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen again, but six days later it happened again and she got it full on in the face. <gasps> like her eyes were red and watering and like you've smelled skunk, you know what you think that smell smells like, but yeah. have you ever smelled like unadulterated pure skunk oil? I have not. It's like a chemical spill. Like it makes your skin sting and like your eyes burn and oh man, it's terrible. It's really bad. It ruins everything. That's rough. 
So my brother was looking into getting a skunk removalist and he was looking up on websites and one of them was like, this is no longer just a thing that I do. It's who I am. <laughs> he was like, I quit. <laughs> he So he didn't hire anyone. Oh, he finally found one that wasn't like... Wasn't like a crazy person. Creepy. Um, and so, yeah, now we have a trap set up and we're supposed to call them whenever it's full of skunks. Oh, my God. How many skunks does it need to be full of skunks? I mean, just one. Okay. But I just imagine a whole family in there <laughs> looking so sad and cute. Oh, they are really cute. They're cute, but they're so smelly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of skunks in this neighborhood. It's, yeah. I see them at night a lot. They're all over LA. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, you just made me think of this. We didn't talk about this yet. I went to Amsterdam and while I was there, I went to this theme park. I just thought of this cause you talked about getting sprayed in the face. They had a bunch of like weird things that would just spray you in the face with water <laughs> <laughs> because in a country with no frivolous lawsuits, they can just like have stuff like that in their theme parks. What kind of things? Like there's one so it's this theme park called Efteling and it's like an hour or two outside of Amsterdam in Holland and it was built three years before Disneyland and Disney like based a lot of Disneyland on it like there's a very long storied relationship between this theme park and Disneyland so it's like Disneyland in that it's like this immersive complete sort of world with a lot of fairy tale stuff and it has like an it's a small world ride basically that they ripped off and like stuff like that but it's way more Dutch and weird. Yeah. Um, it's like all of the like fairies are kind of like grotesque looking. Like it's all kind of like weird, intense features and stuff on all of like the weird like robotic things. But a lot of like unupdated stuff. But there's one sculpture of just like a bunch of monkeys that just randomly shoot water out at people. <laughs> and if you just stand near it and it's not on a regular enough pattern that you can avoid it. And there's also <laughs> a hedge maze where part of it is you walk over a bridge and uh there's like a bunch of sh- it just shoots water across the bridge. So if you're just Walking across it at the wrong time, you'll just get hit with water. And I tried to run across it and skip the water, and I just got blasted in the face. That's so upsetting. It's kind of upsetting, but I also sort of love that they can do that. They just fuck with you. I don't want to get wet. Yeah, I didn't like it either, but I uh, had smoked enough weed that it was fine. (laughs) That's the other thing is it's in Holland. So you just kind of like walk around this theme park smoking joints, and no one gives a fuck. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. But they had like really good rides. They had this one ride that was like a bobsled ride that um, you're just in this like cart with wheels on it, and you're just going down basically a giant water slide with no track. Oh, my God. And it was terrifying, but so fun. And what else did they have? We saw this show. I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. Um, we saw uh, this show. They had a show called Raveline that <laughs> we didn't even know what we were getting into. We like went and sat in these theater seats and there was a big curtain and then it dropped. And that's like this big open air theater space, like dirt and like a fake sort of like Dutch uh, row houses and stuff behind it. And it's this like store. I couldn't really follow the story because they were not speaking English, but uh it's like these four young siblings go through this portal in the woods and come out as knights and then they do this whole thing with like because their brother gets kidnapped and there's they do a bunch of like horse vaulting and like tricks on horses and stuff Uh and like there's trained ravens that fly in and out and stuff and uh a big giant robotic raven that like three-headed raven beast that like shoots fire (laughs) and it was just like an amazing like stunt show basically uh, and I didn't understand a word of what was happening. And I tried to look up. <laughs> I tried to look up the plot af- afterward, just to be like, "Is this 
what I is what I thought was happening, what was actually happening, and it basically was. Oh. Their brother gets lost in the woods, and they go to look for him, and they walk through a portal that transforms them into knights, and this raven lady, uh, who's being oppressed by her husband... Gets trapped in a cage and they need to fight him with a bunch of like gestures with swords and stuff. And then I guess their brother comes out. It was was, it was totally bonkers. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, but it was pretty fun. <laughs> um, what else were we going to talk about up top? Uh, rural radio. Oh, w- what yeah. is this thing okay. that I can't pronounce? So I've been listening to Sirius lately. I got a free uh, trial subscription. And it's awesome. Oh, There's really? so many stations. It's great. Um, I really want it. It's terrific. There's a pop station that Lance Bass DJs, and he plays all like old Britney. It's great. Oh my god, it's, I love that. That's so complicated. It's that's fucking, such a complicated idea, but I, I love it so much. It's, I lose I lose my mind every time I hear it. But um, my favorite station is called Rural Radio, which is really hard to say. And um, part of it's like sort of an agricultural Western lifestyle station. Hmm. Um, so I like that for obvious reasons. But um, in the morning it's kind of boring. They have a section about commodities where they talk about like crops and harvests and they they had like a version of uh let it go from frozen that was let it grow let it grow agriculture business needs rain it was like (laughs) terrible um but then in the evening they have a section called uh, horse talk and people call in have you called in yet no okay i I don't have a horse but (laughs) but people call in with their horse problems and so like one person called in they're like how do i stop my my young horse from bolting when i'm riding out there rounding up colts and the lady gave such good advice she was like well if you jump off you're definitely going to get injured and uh so you stay on that horse because you know there's a west coast and there's an east coast so that horse has got to stop somewhere so you just ride it out and i was like oh my god that is such a good like analogy for life wow (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you should not get serious radio because i'm worried about what will happen to you if you have unlimited access to horse talk you it's you're already so close to the precipice of just becoming a full-on horse maniac i love it so much people will like sometimes they just have people describing what's happening in a rodeo and there's like no this young man he's a saddle maker and he's riding a brown horse named badger i'm like i just love this so much i could listen to this forever this is just gobbledygook um is it time for one on fun it is Wait, wait, okay. I have one. Oh. It's time for one on five. <laughs> Lisa. Yeah. If you would call into horse talk, what would you ask? Oh god. Um, if you could ask anything. Uh, I guess I, well, there's a lot that I still don't know, which is part of why I don't own a horse yet. I'm like, I don't know how to check my horse for injuries. Um, mm. I don't know what to feed my horse even. There's so many different options. Yeah. Um, jeez. I don't know. Wait, you don't know what to feed a horse? Well, like there's alfalfa, there's hay, there's like cubes, there's pellets. It's like, there's all kinds of stuff. It's like, how do you make sense of it all? I mean, I've looked at the message boards and forums and it goes on and on. You could feed your horse just about anything. 
You could feed your horse hamburgers? I regret asking this question. <laughs> so boring already. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe I would just describe what I want to do and then ask them to recommend a kind of horse to me just because I want to hear what they would have to say. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they definitely lean towards the Western side of things. The Western side of things yeah. versus the Eastern side? Versus English. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. It does sound like they've got a lot of folksy wisdom. They do. Yeah, it's super folksy. That's what I like about it. <laughs> Who's the host of it? Uh Oh, I don't know. I don't know his name. Okay. I feel like there's a bunch of different hosts. Yeah, it's. I, I thought that it was a woman you said before. Yeah, this time it was a woman. They have different guests on. Like um, last time they had Linda Tellington-Jones on and she does this thing called Tea Touch where she massages animals. And she was talking about that and like how to massage horses. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, she's amazing because she, she looks at horses' faces and she tells you what their personalities are like based on the shapes of their faces. Which I like I feel how like, you don't believe in psychics, but you believe in this. I don't know if I believe in it. You know how like sometimes they have like a thing on their face where it's a whorl where the yeah. hair is going a certain direction. If they have like one or two or three, she can tell you different things about their personalities based on that. That's crazy. She's amazing. <laughs> She's like a magical thing. <laughs> I really want to know what she looks like. I'll show you pictures okay, later. Yeah, I'll look it She's up. tall and blonde. Um, should I ask you a question? Yes, you should. Uh, this is kind of topical, maybe. Um, Emily, on a scale of one to ten, how afraid of Ebola are you? Okay. I'm going to say one. Oh, good. And that's not based on anything other than the unfounded belief that nothing bad will ever happen to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the main foundation for my lack of fear of Ebola. It sounds like something that happens to other people. God, what's it like to be you? It's it's a real trip. It sounds great. Let me tell you. God. It's a real trip. Uh, I'm afraid of everything I, at level 10. <laughs> I mean, people, there's, it has crossed my mind to be terrified of Ebola. And there are things that I am afraid of. Can't name any of them. <laughs> You're in such a relaxed pose right now, too. I wish people could see it. You're like basically lying down. <laughs> <laughs> we're in my house i'm gonna treat it like my house <laughs> um no i'm like not i i guess the, like there's roller coasters i'm afraid of going on like you're afraid you're gonna die or you just don't like the feeling you i get? just don't like the fear that i feel when i'm on them so i don't ride them so you're afraid of fear itself exactly yeah i'm afraid of discomfort yeah me too you know i like to be comfortable that's why I, i'm afraid of ebola it seems really uncomfortable right i think i haven't like thought super hard about what it would feel like to have it which i probably should nah don't do it mm. i wouldn't recommend it it's not yeah helpful. i like toe the line between like complete hypochondria and feelings of complete uh <laughs> invincibility <laughs> it's a very weird place that i'm in where i'm like i think like, I don't think I could ever possibly get Ebola, but I'm pretty sure I have a few different types of cancer already. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's my sort of constant state of being. Well, you're ma- way more likely to get cancer. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, but the prob- the mathematical probability is not informing that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that sensation. Um, yeah, I guess Ebola just seems like uh, one of those... I Maybe it's just, like, too trendy that I feel like it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not trendy. It's not like <laughs> it is it's trending. Not jeggings. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is not jeggings. It's just like too topical for me to be afraid of. Oh, that's interesting. Which 
is a thing that people say right before something historically bad happens to them. I'm for, I'm sure. I'm about this is to get too like topical. I'm about to get like 9/11 or something. Like something really bad is about to happen to me. Just is this our I most offensive that, one-on-one ever? Is it one-on-fun? Possibly. Maybe. Is is making 9/11 a verb offensive on its face? Oh, I I meant just making light of Ebola. I just realized. I mean, guys, I'm stop, not saying... stop treating doctors like criminals when they come back yeah Let's, can we stop doing they're that? heroes yeah they're heroes um yeah i'm not trying to say that like ebola happens to other people because they deserve it and i don't it's just like i've been very lucky to not be exposed to stuff like that although yeah. i did like uh I, I made an appointment for my with my doctor for next week um to see if i have ebola uh-huh. um no uh, just, <laughs> just checking just out. a general uh what hey what's going on down there um oh is it that yeah. kind of doctor yeah that kind of doctor <laughs> and uh and they were like have you been out of the country recently and i was like uh yes and they were like were you in ghana mali like and like named a bunch of african countries and i was like no i was in amsterdam and they're like oh yeah they're fine i didn't know gynos were asking questions like that i think like any doctor's office is now asking their incoming patients yeah, yeah like where they've been so that's a new interesting that made it feel like a little bit more like oh shit yeah i have been on a plane yeah um that concludes one on fun yeah welcome to wiki of the week let's introduce our guest for this week hello Hi. Hi, guys. End of introduction. <laughs> uh, he's visiting us from New York. Please welcome Robert Dean. Hi, everybody. Hi, babies. Hi, Hi geniuses. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Emily. <laughs> oh, are you saying we're not geniuses? <laughs> You're like, hello, geniuses, and Emily and Lisa. <laughs> wow. No. Can no. I just say wow? Wow. <sighs> um, Rocky start. Right. Rough start. <laughs> the Wikipedia page. This week was sent to us by Lindsay Pavlis incidentally on twitter um she just tweeted it and i was like hey we're gonna talk about this yeah um it's the wikipedia page for gamergate yeah we're Uh getting we're getting into it you guys we're finally talking about it a gamergate is a reproductively viable female worker ant i hope you're following along at home that is able to reproduce with mature males when the colony is lacking a queen most commonly occurring within the primitive species of the poner- poneromorph subfamilies, Gamergate females differ from their fellow workers by a combination of elevated fecundity and aggression-related mutilation of competitors' sec- secondary sexual characteristics. Subsequent to their first mating event, however, aggression is no longer needed as females <laughs> secrete chemical signals <laughs> that lead the workers to accept their role as reproducers oh, for the colony. <laughs> All right, I'll let that sink in, I guess. Wow. Um, so That is impressive. This yeah. means that they're ants who basically, like, mutilate the genitals, or they mutilate... Yeah, the the genitals of their competitors, so like other female ants, I guess. Mm. And then after they've mated with someone, uh, they they're cool. They like after they've mated someone, <laughs> they have enough like sex chemicals coming out of them to like tell other people to keep reproducing with them. Story of my yeah, life. Yeah, they're like we're <laughs> gonna be I the lost, ones who have yeah lost my virginity. I was just oozing sexual <laughs> charisma. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys tell I'm sexually active? 
<laughs> Does this T-shirt saying sexually active help? <laughs> uh, yeah, these are like female ants who are like, yeah, I get down. What of it? <laughs> they're not supposed to have babies and they're like fuck you i'm gonna do what i want <laughs> it's like reverse feminism they're like i can't wait to get out of the workforce and start having babies yeah <laughs> not that that's what feminism necessarily means being in the workforce and having but it's like they're like uh for too long female ants have just been forced to be in the workforce <laughs> finally let's rip each other's genitals off and have some babies <laughs> I cannot get over that this ant is called Gamergate. I know. It's so, and it's like so spot on. I was just going to make fun of how it was called Gamergate because I'm like really sick of everything being gate. Yeah. But maybe it's based on this ant. I feel like it's probably based on Watergate. (laughs) But it would be a pretty good, it would be a lot funnier if it was based off of this ant. Well, now I know more about this ant than I know about the actual Gamergate thing. Which is good. That's how it That's should be. Good, yeah. You don't need to know anything about Gamergate. It does not need to be as mainstream as it is. It's about we, yeah. video games and mutilating genitalia. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Grand Theft Auto basically does what these ants do. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's a mini yeah, game yeah. within Grand Theft Auto. You have sex and then you walk around cool yeah. after yeah. sex. Lisa has gotten some shit from gamergate people on yeah, twitter I've, tr- I've tried to tweet about these ants and then uh, <laughs> and then they they just start following me i don't know how these ants have twitter but they're like really pro ant yeah. and then I they mean, just start well, you're secreting that twitter juice well, that I, I, makes them follow yeah, have you, you. Had, have you had sex yet? yes i okay. am a person who's had sex and i think they don't like it because yeah. they haven't had sex yet so they're just mutilating mm. genitals and you know that does make sense there's yeah. a very clear defining line in gamergate Yes. Between people who have, between those who have had sex and those who have been, have not. A I lot think. of them say that they're good at sex, but they haven't had it yet. So I don't know. How that <laughs> um, the term Gamergate derives from the Greek words gamos and ergates and means married worker. Oh. It was coined in 1983 by geneticist William L. Brown and was first used in scientific literature by entomologists Christian Peters and Robin Crew in a 1984 paper published in Naturwissenschaften. My favorite paper. The definition typically found in entomological dictionaries is mated egg-laying worker and is drawn from the glossary of Bert Holdobler. And E.O. Wilson's 1990 book, The Ants. I would not be a Gamergate. I'm like very anti-Gamergate here. Yeah. Because I would not want to like have a job and then be like, no, I also want to have a million baby ants. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I would say I'm officially anti-Gamergate. Yeah, me too. I don't Um, like to mutilate other people's (laughs) genitals. It just seems rude. Yeah. It kind of like goes against the whole idea of just sort of like supporting other females. Yeah. I'm into equality and like (laughs) supporting other people, what they want to do. Like, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe that all ants could be queen if they wanted to. That's I, that's how I stand. Yeah, you know why sure. is why is there only one queen, and why does that have to necessarily be a female? Exactly, yeah. I feel like that's what this is about. Why you not know? a king? You know what? That's a really good point. King of the ants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, by the way, did you guys see that? Uh, have you been reading Clickhole? Yeah, it's so good. They had a quiz the other day that was like, "Are you a dog person or an ant person?" <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, on a typical Friday night, I I am out running around at home with my aunts. (laughs) (laughs) 
really good. I love click hole. Um, cast structure. Within Gamergate colonies, all females are born reproductively viable and thus represent potential Gamergates. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to differentiation as a Gamergate. <laughs> so no one starts out that way. Um, a, do- a dominant female. Born that way. <laughs> yeah. A dominant female worker must physically inhibit its sisters. I don't know why they don't say her sisters. For example, in the case of Diacama Australi, the first females to reach maturity will clip off the thoracic gamay of their sisters. This mutilation greatly reduces the attractiveness of the female. So catty. As a mate. Super catty. Uh, it is like cutting off someone's hair while they're sleeping to make them ugly, um, <laughs> which is a thing that people do, I imagine. And no, ants were so spiteful. Yeah. Um, I also like it's like there's enough antjes to go around. Yeah. Right? It's weird how... Well, it's weird how these ants, after they have sex, they no longer care. Yeah. It's like they're like, they have sex and like, oh, well, never mind. Over Sorry. It. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um... Thereafter, persistent domination of worker females by Gamergates via physical aggression all but ensure that they will not produce male offspring. What? What is that? I feel like I don't know what these Gamergate ants stand for. Like, what is their position? (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult to parse, but all I can tell is that they're very hostile for no real reason. Yeah, so aggressive. Yeah. So horny. So focused on the wrong things. And if they just got laid once, Ugh, yeah. they'd chill out. <laughs> in Diacam and Nilgiri Gamergates, uh, in Diacam and Nilgiri Gamergates use dominance interactions to monopolize reproduction without mutilation of sister workers. Oh, well. Yeah, that's like a good new, like, sassy feminist thing to call people is like sister workers, right? Sister worker. <laughs> <laughs> the same is true for Strablognathus Petirsi. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just woke up. <laughs> Which engage in non injurious aggression, injurious aggression to games to determine dominance. Um, aren't all games a little aggressive? Yeah. Am I wrong? I think so. For all Gamergate species, the act of mating eliminates the need to physically dominate female workers. Instead, newly produced pheromones or signaling chemicals ensure that workers remain non-reproductive. Although it is unknown to what degree these chemicals act as pheromones or as signals, support for the signaling hypothesis can be found in the loss of Gamergate reproductive inhibition of workers as the Gamergate grows older and her fecundity diminishes. It's just slut shaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like it's what it all. sounds like. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to understand scientifically what's happening here, but it does sound like a lack of sex is a real problem with Gamergate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like how in my head now I'm like imagining like ants are way smarter than the dumbest <laughs> creatures in the world. <laughs> Like at the ant bar, like does this yeah. the female? Yeah, she's just like I'm over the hill, <laughs> the ant hill. <laughs> um, when a reproductive gamergate dies, it is replaced by a former dominant worker who becomes a new gamergate. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle. Uh, It'll never end. I wish it would just die. New, yeah, and then just have it be over. New gamergates often emerge from the female co- cohort closest to maturity at the time of death of the previous gamergate. But in some cases, this event triggers adult female workers to differentiate di- directly to gamergates. Mm. For example, when a queen dies, 
in a Harpegnathos Saltator colony. Workers of the colony. <laughs> you guys like how confident and quickly I just sort of guess at how things are pronounced. Yeah. Workers of the colony will begin to fight for dominance to become the next queen and produce the next eggs. Because reproductively in a... Why are women killing themselves here to do so much more work than they need to? I know. Just a bunch of egg Just laying. have your butt explode <laughs> with a million ant eggs. Ugh. That's disgusting. I feel like even ants got to be like, this is pretty gross, right? <laughs> <laughs> is there is there is there like a podcaster of ants? Like, is there any just like baseline, like not working, not soldier? Yeah, <laughs> just like working on his web series, <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a pretty bummer. It's a bummery life, I guess. The main reason why, like, anyone would want to be a queen is because those are the only ones who have sex, right? Yeah. Does it feel good? I don't. I The size difference. Yeah. yeah. And I hate to be like this, but when it's, <laughs> when it's like a 20 to 1 ratio, believe me, I've had that, it's not <laughs> as enjoyable. Oh, you mean like for the male ant? Oh, for the male To be like mounting that? a giant woman. A giant, a giant female. Giant female. Like, like it would Weird. be like me having sex with an apartment building. <laughs> Not sexy, so, curvaceous have you apartment seen building. <laughs> any of those documentaries about people who are in love with like apartment buildings and bridges and stuff? No. Yeah, it's like a thing that. Like, oh, it's a thing. People can fall in love with like. There's a guy who's like dating his car. Yeah. <laughs> and, I can see that. And yeah, the, like, that makes sense. <laughs> that I mean, a car is a tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I say Gross, that a little too we, we, we go into the gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Jeez. God, get a clue, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, we've talked a little bit about caste structure. Um, a classification dispute. The utility of Gamergate as a morphological designation is not without its critics. <laughs> I think criticism is probably a, a, a big part of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, within the field of myrmecology, it is a matter of dispute whether caste should be defined primarily by reproductive role or physical morphology. Oh. Why are mermaid scientists <laughs> I think because they don't have a lot else to do. <laughs> Pick the wrong field. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It turns out there aren't mermaids. Uh, I guess I'll study ants. Oh, my God. By the way, on my DVD, right now and i for some reason can't bring myself to watch it was i like i was like flipping through like the guide and i i saw on like probably like discovery or one of those like or history oh it was history channel a program called mermaids the new evidence (laughs) and i was like record (laughs) and i still haven't watched it it's been on there for like six months You deleted old evidence on DVR. Yeah. <laughs> Make room. We got new evidence. <laughs> Mermaids, the old evidence. Yeah. We were like, why did we even produce this show? <laughs> it's, we know it's outdated. Mermaids, the old evidence was just like the movie, The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Some guy who saw Splash. Yeah, I think I saw, I watched like a little bit of it, and it was just like, this is a fish x-ray. 
and like <laughs> just like stuff where I'm like, oh my god, they are really taking their time, really getting, stretching, yeah, us. really stretching, really dancing around it. Just tell me if you saw a mermaid. Those are my favorite kinds of shows, just because they always prove themselves wrong, yeah. <laughs> but then go, but what if? <laughs> yeah, like clearly this is a. <laughs> they like state a fact, and then they're like, or is it? <laughs> you just said it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. This is a monkey taped to a fish, or is it? <laughs> like, I don't know. What is this show? <laughs> um, uh, no, okay, back to critiques of the name Gamergate. Notably, Alfred Bushinger has argued that the term worker should be applied only to those ants who make up the non-reproductive cast, and queen should be applied only to reproductively viable female ants, Regardless of their physical appearance. How many Gamergates are reproductive? It's a good question. <laughs> that is a really good How question. How many of them are workers? And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. But you kind of should be doing one or the other, yeah. at least one or the other. Yeah. Right? I think that's a good lesson to be learned here. I think getting out of the house and being a worker probably helps with the reproductive part. <laughs> <laughs> Um... I guess I don't... There's not a whole lot more here. Yeah, I think... So I think we can probably uh, stop talking about it for a while. Yeah. I, I think everyone should stop talking about Gamer Gates. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we might be just completely done. They're just ants. With... Yeah. Do they... Do they matter? <laughs> why, are we, why are we caring about this all of a sudden? Just because there's a Wikipedia page for it? Yeah. Anything could have a Wikipedia page. I think that's the point of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in conclusion, that concludes Wiki of the Week. <laughs> I am so pleased with myself. <laughs> Our smug faces. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um <laughs> My 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 aunt is actually heavily involved in Gamergate. <laughs> Are you now, serious? Let, let's talk about oh, Gamergate like and your aunt. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> my aunts are Gamergate. Oh man, <laughs> I'm pretty sure no one's aunt is involved in Gamergate. <laughs> some people's moms are really. Yeah, moms? some people their moms are like on YouTube uh, talking about it. Oh my god! And they're all like, "Not your shield." Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. I really tried. I understand way more about I, the ants. I, I look do. at it for entertainment, like to reward myself for pieces of work. I'll let myself look into it. Look at it a little bit. I, I enjoy it so much. Oh, I do not consider that a reward personally. Me and Adam will just whisper Gamergate to each other in bed <laughs> for fun. Not, <laughs> we, not both, your we like reading about it so much. I really like um, just like around Halloween, just... Um, just uh, using the word spooktacular at times when I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just being like, hey, it was great talking to you. Uh, like, have a spooktacular time at dinner. <laughs> Just... You're spooktacular. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, you should do that year round, I think. I really like that. Welcome back to Baby Geniuses, I guess. Let's keep all that. Why not? <laughs> I, thought, we'll I thought it was pretty spooktacular. I thought it was, yeah. <laughs> you, we're doing a real spooktacular. Uh, hey, it's November now. Um... We're back with Robert Dean. Robert, thank you Yay. for being on the Thanks show. Oh my gosh. Um, you sent us a bunch of really interesting topics to talk about, but I think the f- most important one to talk about immediately is um, Tony Danza cooked you sausage and peppers oh, after yeah. you got your aura photographed. Mm-hmm. 
Explain every part of that <laughs> sentence. Okay. Well, I think the me getting my aura photographed is, you know, obvious. I had an afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. As one does. Uh, I went to Chinatown uh, and I saw this place that said, get your aura photographed. It's called Magic Jewelry. And it's just uh-huh. like crystals and stuff. And he was just looking for an adventure. I like, it. I like to imagine the sign says, Magic Jewelry. It's just crystals and stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh. I, need, I need crystals and stuff. And there was, uh, so it's in Chinatown and I had to wait around for a while. And it cost $20 if anyone's interested. Magic Jewelry in Chinatown. And you sit and you put your hands on e-meters and then they take your photograph and it was like red and blue, just like a blurry red cloud. And I'm getting ASMR just like picturing this. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, mm, continue. It's my velvet voice. Yeah. <laughs> and just the idea of like putting your hands on something and it like reads you. Okay. And it, re- <laughs> and it reads you. And then the Sick. woman, the, the magic jewelry employee uh, reads your aura for you. And as you can imagine, mine was really bad. Uh, <gasps> she said, you're searching for something. Which is pretty obvious. I was getting my aura photographed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes without saying. And no one's ever like, well, you have no questions about your life. <laughs> that is my reading of you. <laughs> uh, she said, you, you, it looks like you're uncomfortable with where you are right now. Standing in a magic jewelry <laughs> Chinatown I like shop. to imagine they have like a very uncomfortable chair. And they're like, wow, <laughs> you are... <laughs> She sprayed me with water. She's like, you don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, she said I was really tired, which was uh, which is constant. And so I was just kind of in like a, a, a bummer of a mood. Also, the reason I went was to get a new profile picture. I mean, we all oh. know the hunt for a new good Facebook oh, profile yeah. picture. Right, yeah. I thought the aura photograph would be it. And so I walked away. I was kind of disappointed. Uh, do you guys remember the San Gennaro Festival? in new york yeah in little italy it's the best because i didn't know what was happening i just turn a corner there it was and at one of the uh sausage and pepper carts uh guy who looked like tony danza but i didn't want to think that i was like racist against italians thinking they all look like tony danza <laughs> yeah but I, like i kept looking back i'm like is that him is that him You're like who is this tony danza looking motherfucker <laughs> check out this tony danza looking motherfucker <laughs> and i so i go and someone starts taking people start taking pictures they go tony hey tony can we take pictures with you <gasps> And he goes, and you were like, okay, they're not all named Tony guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of Tonys here. Uh, and he goes, yeah, it's why I'm here. It's why I'm here. And like, there wasn't like a, there wasn't a big crowd around him. There was no sign that said, you know, meet Tony Danza. He was just there. And he goes, it's why I'm here. Take pictures with me. So people were taking pictures. So I go up and I go, Tony, I'd like a sausage and peppers. Like, I, and I want you to make it. And he doesn't really know how to make sausage and peppers. Like he was just there for like the photo ops. Uh-huh. But you were like, hey, get on the grill. I went, hey, Tony, good to see you. Get on the grill. <laughs> he was doing he was doing like the joke where he kept turning to other people. He's like, I need a beer. Work is hard. Like, yeah. He was just doing that with the other and, guys uh, he was working who's with. Who's the boss? Not me. <laughs> Definitely not me. <laughs> well, that's what. And that's why you stepped in and were like, I'm the boss. I'm the boss now. <laughs> Make me a sausage and peppers. Well, people were actually, while he was making it, he was like struggling with the bread. People were actually yelling that at him, which I realized what is what must be the worst thing of being on that show in the past people were just like hey tony hey tony who's the boss tony who's the boss and at one point he went i'm just trying to get this bread right <laughs> he was like trying to toast the bread right like who's the boss he's like i'm trying i'm trying and i was i was the boss i was the absolute yeah. boss in that moment do you think it when people ask him who's the boss he's like it was angela it was obviously angela <laughs> he has an answer <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so I was the boss for a moment, and it was pretty good sausage and peppers. I'd already eaten that day. I didn't need yeah. it, but, you know, I had to eat it. I got a picture. Oh, man. Profile picture extraordinaire. So you got the better profile picture out of it anyway. Out of it, yeah. <gasps> did you find what you were looking for when you got your aura oh photograph? Oh, my God! I absolutely did. Wow. I ab- and I, I really <laughs> wish, my one regret is not going back to the aura photography place that's like your, it blows do it up again, the do camera it again. <laughs> i'm good now <laughs> i've eaten the tears of tony danza i'm stronger than ever <laughs> oh my god that would have been great back. but yeah i learned uh just like wander around you know like <laughs> and that's keep an open mind just yeah turn a corner tony danza might be there making sausage and peppers oh my god the universe is great i feel Only like this York. is uh you know giving our our listeners like unrealistic expectations <laughs> for yeah, go what, to new york what could happen in yeah <laughs> old sitcom only, stars are only in new york food. right <laughs> yeah um you got to get christopher lloyd's fried dough that's really good that's on 23rd and 5th sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Bob Saget makes beignets. <laughs> oh, the Saget beignets. <laughs> yeah. They're really good. They're really good. Only Tuesdays and Thursdays, though. <laughs> um, the other thing we're going to talk about, you know a lot about... Okay, even the way you put this makes me feel like you know more about this than me. The origin story and conspiracy of Mr. Peanut. Oh, there's there's truth here. <laughs> are you a mr peanut truther i'm a mr peanut truther <laughs> and everyone everyone will be and i mean it's it, it bothers me that society doesn't question this as much as they should uh if you could actually go to the wikipedia and read um okay let, let's the truly unbelievable origin story i was just curious at one point of why he was wearing a top hat and had a monocle and had a cane why sure. was he rich um, I'm against. I'm against any commercial characters that are selling like <laughs> versions of themselves. You know. Oh like, yeah, like a pig selling bacon or. Yeah, it just makes me really uncomfortable. And like Mr. Peanut looks like he's making the most money off of the sale of. I also yeah I don't like rich mascots because it's like why should I buy your product? You're rich already. Yeah. <laughs> I don't a need really to put poor more... desperate need... peanut. Yeah. <laughs> a poor peanut. I'd be like okay, but they got rich from having such a great product. Huh? That could be it. That was I was that was my theory. Are you like a hardcore <laughs> capitalist? Yes, because you sound like one. I'm wearing a monocle. <laughs> um. So, okay. So yeah, you want to read? This? I will read this. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, we get like a bonus wiki page in here. Uh, uh, yeah. Planners Peanuts was found in 1916. The company held a contest to create a company logo. A 14-year-old schoolboy named Antonio Gentile won the contest with his drawing of a peanut man. <laughs> and an artist, Frank Kreese Sr., later added spats, a top hat, a monocle, and a cane to the drawing. And Mr. Peanut, or as Antonio called him, Bartholomew Richard Fitzgerald <laughs> Smythe, was born. Uh, so the kid, the kid just drew a picture of a peanut. Yep. Named it Bartholomew Richard <laughs> Fitzgerald Smythe and then won the contest. So they did everything that makes Mr. Peanut Mr. Peanut. They called it Mr. Peanut. They changed it to Mr. Peanut. <laughs> they gave him all his garb. They, they like, gave him all the garb. Hey, you won the contest. <laughs> this definitely wasn't a 
pre-planned thing we were gonna we weren't gonna just anyway make him look like this what did he draw exactly just a peanut shape? there are yeah it's just a peanut shape with arms and legs <laughs> and a face and the face is like not even in the right place like you move the face up he put the face in the middle like where the clear waist is like peanuts are clearly hourglass shaped yeah, yeah. he put the face in the middle <laughs> Like art, just like stick arms. Oh, and legs. so he just had like a really big bulbous forehead and like a big crazy chin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst place to put the face. The Children are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Scariest idiot. This guy is a kid, and he named it this, which is terrifying. So I dug deep. I dug really deep. Yeah. Just like newspaper articles and yarn in my apartment. My <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an article from like this uh, Antonio's sons, I guess that tell the story of there was no contest <gasps> and that Antonio was just like a friend of uh, not Mr. Planters, whoever it was, you know, theoretically Mr. Planters, like the head of the company. Yeah. They, he was just like friends. And this guy, like, uh, what do you call it when like a rich person takes on like a, a boy? <laughs> 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 That's like a, a thing. This is a thing. Like uh, a, uh, like the, like an apprenticeship. Ep- it's like an no. apprenticeship. Uh, mentorship. A what? Award? Award. Okay. Award. Thank so you, Travis. Mr. Planters took Antonio on as his ward and was like, I don't know why. I'm going to raise this kid. I'm going to put him through college. I'm going to set up a fake contest. <laughs> I think for confidence booster for this really dumb kid <laughs> <laughs> who couldn't draw a peanut. And <laughs> but was great at coming up with names. <laughs> great at coming up with names. There but, was a hyphen. But Fitzgerald up- hyphen Smythe. <laughs> But didn't come up with a name that had the word peanut in it anywhere. <laughs> no, Couldn't no. get there. <laughs> and he... I the, mean, he didn't come up with great names. He just came up great at coming up with names constantly. Yeah. Just names. so many yeah. names at once. <laughs> he's like, he could be named Bartholomew. Wait, hold on. He's got to have a middle name. And then Fitzgerald hyphen Smythe. There was like a, a, yeah. a wedding Why? that happened. <laughs> and a very progressive for the time... <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep. Let's hyphenate her names yeah. and have a peanut child with a deformed head. <laughs> and so he, I guess, I guess he just was like, "Yeah, you won the contest." And this kid was like, "Yay!" And then like, and now we're gonna change everything about it. And then he put Antonio through uh, college. Did it make him smarter? It did not. <laughs> it really did not. <laughs> I was really hoping for more out of his life, and they give like the sons talk about it, and there's like really nothing. Wow. Nothing else. He didn't really do much else. I so mean, okay. So his design work really stopped at Bartholomew <laughs> Richard Fitzgerald Smythe. So the the conspiracy theory is it a theory or is this confirmed? Well, why the the fact that they Wikipedia says it's a contest and like yeah. the lore is it was a contest. It was a contest. It was a contest. Yeah, it's uh, like the story that they tell. The story they tell is that there was a contest. But if you, I mean, then just like one article later, it's they still set up this like fake contest. I mean, See, I want to make a movie with Leonardo is- DiCaprio. Oh yes, right like. And it's like this, like, like, oh, it's a contest. And like, but did they get, I don't think they got any other submissions. Were people mad about. I was going to say, I wonder if they got other submissions. I'd like to see. Yeah. <laughs> this was like the easiest. Con- he must have been the only entry if it was actually a contest. But. Well, like, what? I mean, I, I, I often rack my brain about like what, what I what I would submit. If yeah. I were a 14 year old and Planter's like, we need a new mascot. There's nothing else but a peanut. With arms and legs, <laughs> I can't think an right. almond. You just have but to he think could have like. What about Doctor Peanut? 
Oh, he could be a doctor. Yeah. yeah. Or what or about like, an elephant? Don't elephants like? Yeah. yeah. Elephants like nuts? An elephant would be a really good. Oh my god, you guys, we're fucking genius brainstormers Let's go back right in now. Time. <laughs> yeah. And an elephant named Bartholomew <laughs> Richard Q. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's crazy is why wouldn't planters just embrace this this that story as it is? Right. That's a better story than yeah. a contest. It's a better story to be like a rich old man adopted a young <laughs> orphan boy. Slightly like, slow boy. Yeah. <laughs> with no artistic background. <laughs> Who knows a lot of names. <laughs> <laughs> really into genealogy. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically Little Orphan Annie, but with a peanut angle, which I think is the main thing that Little Orphan Annie was missing. Constantly missing that. Yeah. Although I would say the bald man kind of looks like a peanut. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? Right? I think that this could be a rock opera. Oh. I think it it, uh, should be, and I think I'm going to work on it. Kind of like the pinball Um, wizard. Immediately. Yeah, it's like the Who's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, except Young he's not boy. good at pinball no, or anything not, or, or coming up with peanut things. <laughs> no. Well, M- Mr. Peanut's now having like a resurgence. I think Robert Downey Jr. is the voice in commercials. Oh, is really? that true? It's all claymation. Yeah, I saw one commercial. Uh, what the fuck? Recently. And they were having like a party and he's like, hey, I'm Mr. Peanut. Welcome to my party. And everyone at the party is like, are like squirrels, <laughs> like nut eating rodents. Yeah. And then a nutcracker walks in and they're like, hey, get out of here. Because like. But like, like the nutcracker is going to damage the nut in a way that a squirrel would not. Exactly. <laughs> but he's serving nuts too, which is like it's 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 cannibalism. It's fucking that's disgusting. I hate those things too. I hate those commercials where it's like I like them. You do? Yeah, like the M and M's ones where it's like a sexy M and M that you're going to eat. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Oh my god! You just—I'm sorry, but you just sounded so stupid. <laughs> like, stupider than you've ever sounded. <laughs> like the thing you were saying—I don't even know how to articulate this. <laughs> you just were like, I like the commercial with the sexy, the sexy candy. It's funny. I can eat the sexy. It's funny because you want to eat it. It's sexy and makes me hungry. (laughs) It was like you were doing an impression of who people who make commercials think we are. (laughs) I hate it. You know what else I hate is I hate that Geico commercial where that woman wants to fuck that pig and he doesn't want to have sex with her. Wait, what? Have you seen that one? It's like... (laughs) uh they're parked they have the car the car broke down and they're like uh, up at like makeout point or something and it's the woman and the pig what's this a commercial for geico oh Oh, that stupid pig (laughs) i know fucking hate that pig pig. um and they she's like (laughs) so you know i guess we're stuck here what do you what do you want to do and he's like oh no we're not stuck i've got the geico app she's like oh like disappointed that he doesn't want to like have sex with her I like it. It's a, <laughs> it's a sexy pig, and <laughs> makes me want to buy auto insurance. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I like it. Um, I, I was just in South Carolina uh, a couple months ago, and I didn't realize that the uh, the camel from the Geico commercial, the It's Hump Day camel, oh. is uh-huh. as, oh, you don't like that, Lisa? That's where you draw the line. <laughs> 
Bad Camel is the king of t-shirts right now. Really? What? Every every t-shirt shop had like in the window, like we got the Hump Day Camel t-shirt. What? Oh, people yeah. are so stupid. Yeah, that's the new Angry Birds. <laughs> oh god, Angry Birds merchandise makes me lose my mind. Oh my god, it's the most horrible shit. The movie hasn't even come out yet. The movie's coming out in two years. We yeah. have so much more Angry Birds. People, oh, you're the merch right. is more more popular than the game, isn't it? Now, like, is it? People just buy the merch even when they haven't played the game. They just love I it. I don't know yeah, why. They just love why people <laughs> want to communicate to others. This is who I am. I'm a person who loves. An iPhone game so much. <laughs> I do want to get like solitaire shirts. <laughs> Loving that <Yeah>. solitaire. <laughs> that is a really good idea. Yeah. Um, well, we're running out of time. We got to go to expert hour soon. Mm. Um, if people want to find out more about you or about Mr. Peanut. Uh, sure. My telephone number is 203-209-3584. I really don't care about giving that out. I decided... Because, like, what am I going to get my Twitter? They'll just bother me through Twitter. That's true. Same thing on a phone. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. All right. 1-900-ROB-DEAN. Wait, not enough letters. That is a, the, the exact perfect Dean. amount of notes. I tried to get I looked into Rob getting Dean? it. ROB-DEAN? ROB-DEAN. 1-900-ROB-DEAN. Um, on Twitter, you are... At Robert Dean. That's right. You are? You got it? Yeah, I got you it. Did, didn't you used to be that Robert Dean? I used to be that Robert Dean, and I hated it, so I found... The, the guy who had at Robert Dean and I uh, went through an internet hole, found him on a haunted house message board. What? What? He's a haunted house fan. <laughs> <laughs> there are message boards of fans of haunted house who are like, oh my God. This, this one had great fog or whatever it was. <laughs> so I got his email and I was like, hey, I will, you know, offer you money for this. Like, I, I, I feel like I need this right now. And he was just like, <laughs> Yeah, I think you're going to do really, more. I really need this right now, man. <laughs> I really need this. Please. <laughs> I'm in a dark place. <laughs> I need to be at Robert Dean. And he was like, I think you'll do more with it than I will. And there was no money. And we just switched it oh, right over. Oh, so sweet. It's oh really, God. really sweet. Wait, so, so is he now that Robert Dean? Or is he? Uh, I can't <laughs> he even. I, I can't find him anymore. And he was like, it's yours. Haunted house lover. Have a, have a spectacular day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we gotta go out of that. (laughs) It's time now for expert hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an expert hour. All right, we ready to go? Welcome to expert hour, everybody. Um, We just had our midterm elections, and so to celebrate, we are having an expert here. On political campaigning, he was recently elected with 100% of the vote. 100%. Please welcome David Chambers. Thank you all for having me. Thanks for coming. Thank you for coming. Now, um, refresh our memories here. Uh, What what were you elected to? Um, I was elected to the 238th District of Congress for the state, the glorious state of California, which represents the, it's the westernmost line of the state of California, and it dips just north of San Diego, then around Los Angeles. It, it runs the whole gamut of the state from north oh, okay. to south, but it's oh. about a mile wide. So it's just like mostly, the beach. Mostly the beach, and then it dips into some farmland. It's a, it's a lovely. The people of the, of the 238th, proud people, good people. Yeah, I mean. 100% of the vote. 
How did you? So yeah, yeah. let's talk about this. (laughs) That is a Mm -hmm. remarkable number. I feel like I've only ever sort of heard of numbers like that in like oppressive dictatorships. Um, (laughs) So how, how, how did you pull that off? Well, I think, you know, I've never really, I'm not a political man. You know, I'm just a, I was just a guy who worked on my father's farm for a long time, one thing or the other, and I, I was drinking with my buddy, my buddy Ryan, and my buddy Ryan said, you know, you, you're a straight shooter, David. You're just an honest guy. People like you. Run for office. I did it. Here I am today. 100% of the vote. And I ran as an independent. Uh-huh. I mean... How crazy is that? So... With, without a political party backing me. Went all the way to the top. Yeah. I, um, it's hard to, <laughs> I just feel like I have to mention that you. Is that, is that thing loaded? <laughs> what is? The gun in the your gun, The gun. Yeah. The gun that I'm holding right now. Yeah. yeah. You've sort of been. Am I pointing you're, it at well, you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm so you're, sorry. You're kind of just like waving it around. Oh, I am. I tell you, you know, it's, this whole thing's kind of my good luck charm. It's uh, I like uh, to, hard to ignore. <laughs> uh, I just like holding it. It makes me feel a little more confident. <laughs> yeah, sure. I've heard that. Yeah, 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 I've heard that. You do want to hold it? If it means you won't be, then yeah, yeah sure. Here you go. I'll just point oh, it to you that. Could way. you not do it? Just grab it chamber from the first. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Grab it from All the right, I'm gonna put just, just put I'm, this over here. I got to tell you, I feel more comfortable if I was holding oh, he's it. Right got it again. Now. All right. Okay, all right. Yeah. He's got it back in his hand. <laughs> all right. Okay. You know, here's the thing. I, I think if I and if I if I can give any advice to people that are thinking about public service. Yeah. People, oh, yeah. That I mean, we would love to hear about that. I think it's basically what people are looking for in their politicians is honesty. People that are going to tell them like it is. You know, maybe I'm not going to I'm not going to spout out fake facts. I'm not going to defend some big wig oil company or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. here to represent you. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm here to represent you. Okay, yeah. Pointing the gun at me. I haven't even I'm said here anything. to represent <laughs> you. Yeah. And so basically what I've noticed, I held town halls. All over the 238th district, uh, Grape Lakes, Town City, uh, Rumpsville. Uh, and what I notice is that people, yeah, I'm people not- are scared. They're scared. I don't know what they're scared about. They're scared about not being able to feed their families. They're scared about maybe not finding decent jobs with benefits. And, you know, they're scared to ask questions. That's one thing I noticed is not a single question was asked at a town hall in yeah. Grape Lakes or Town City or Rumpsville. <laughs> Wait, so how did you tell? So you could just kind of like see in their faces that they were scared? It wasn't from their yeah, questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd, I'd like, so like, I'd see a person like you crying in, in the town hall and I'd point, I'd point to them and say, you miss, what's on your mind? And you know what? Sometimes they wouldn't even say anything. They just throw their purses or wallets my way to donate to my campaign. Okay, quick question. I had a lot of funding. That's were, a, that, were that's, you when you say you would point at them? Do you mean with the, with the gun? Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm, Your turn. You oh, have a, you have a question? Please, please no, no. Okay. I, yeah, I think we're all we're all good. <laughs> um, I have one. Did you run uh, unopposed? Uh, yes, I ran. <laughs> that <laughs> okay. explains the hundred percent. Then, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't unopposed originally, but we had a debate, and the guy actually ended up backing out mid-debate. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, because oh, wow. you know what? I had a lot of tough questions for him, and I'd literally I'd point my gun right at him, and I'd be like, "You got to answer this. Where do you stand on this or that? Women's rights, uh-huh. you know?" And uh, the, mid- fifteen minutes into the debate, all of my opposition quit. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is... And, and with, with 100% of the vote, I can only assume they also voted for me. Now, <laughs> they came around to my cause. I imagine you had the support of many local groups. I don't think anyone can really get elected without mm-hmm. endorsements, you know, like firefighters, mm-hmm. teachers, unions, Just like from that. the NRA. That was pretty yeah. much mm-hmm. the, only comp- the only organization that came outright in support. And we're like, this is NRA. our guy. What yeah, it was pretty did, great. A lot of photo have- shoots. Did you have support from, uh, say, like the police force or were they how'd they feel about your campaign? You know, because I know that they can vote in big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't had any issues with them. Uh, They seem to appreciate the fact that whenever I I did my campaigning door to door, Mm -hmm. there was literally no crime on the street at the time. People stayed inside. I think they, they used me as a tactic. A lot of times. Wow. So it was, it, I think I, I think so it's like, like a symbiotic me. relationship. Yeah, I think okay. I think I scratched their back. Sometimes literally with my gun, <laughs> and they would scratch my back. It was very nice. What did they scratch your back with? Their guns as well. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, it's just uh, when you when you're a guy like this, a guy like me. Yeah. Like oh, now oh. I'm, I'm pointing it to myself. Oh, just yeah. that also makes me uncomfortable. Uh, it's not loaded. By the way, I don't think it is loaded. Oh, I shot, it's not loaded? I shot it twice. I think it holds two bullets, right? <laughs> Most guns Let's only have two I bullets. I think one of the confusing things is that I, I don't know much about guns. Oh, you don't? But I do know that this good luck charm has really helped me go a long way, so I'm not, I'm not letting this puppy down. Yeah. Have, uh, you ever, have you ever shot anyone? With a gun? I've shot myself twice in the foot. Oh. <laughs> yes. No, uh, not... But it was very, I mean, it's, it's, their, their toes you don't need is what the veterinarian told me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Why didn't you go to a real doctor? It's just closer. <laughs> sometimes you just kind of. <laughs> in the grocery store so far, sometimes I just go dig in his fridge. <laughs> this guy knows what I'm talking oh, no. about. Oh, God. <laughs> Hit me in the eye with the gun. Oh, (laughs) Oh, hey. You know you like it. I do like it. I do want to vote for you. Now, the question (laughs) is, I mean... I'm thinking of moving to Town City. You're thinking of moving... Town City? I've never been. Town City's a great town, and it's an even more beautiful city. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, like, what issues are important to the voters of your district, because a lot of times that varies district to district, and that's how people get elected. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, here's the thing. I tried desperately to hold these town halls. I tried to go door to door and ask people what they wanted to, what they, what, what mattered to them. Mm-hmm. No one really talked to me. Yeah. Not a, so I'm just kind of going to go with what matters to me, which is I, I am staunchly, I am staunchly opposed to uh, gun, gun rights. I'm actually anti-gun. Uh, which I know is a little. My message is a little confused. Yeah, that's a very confusing, a confusing message. So you're in favor of gun control. In favor of gun control. That, that's the way I wanted to say it. In yeah. favor of gun. In favor of gun control. Yeah. That's what I. Right. That's so. What I'm going to do. My game plan. Now that I'm. Now that I'm a congressman elect, is I'm going to go to Washington D.C. with this gun in my hand. Uh huh. And I am going to make sure. That we have some of the staunchest gun control legislation passed yeah. from top to bottom. If anything, I think the fact that I've been able to carry around this gun with my long history of mental illness says a lot. <laughs> yeah, it. I did not know that before booking you yeah. on the show. Uh, 
I mean, I definitely didn't know about the gun, but I definitely also I've did not know. I've noticed that podcasts have very low bars for booking guests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just find an email on a we- on like a website mm-hmm. and I just come Yeah, show up. I was going to say, like, how else have you been getting the word out about your campaign? And you mentioned the town halls, coming on this podcast. Well, you know, I have uh, I have produced several uh, pamphlets okay. with photos of me, you know, holding a baby and my gun. <laughs> and I think somewhere along the line, people just fell in love with me. And I think they like, I'm like a Reagan-esque character where it's like, this is a, this is a real American man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, higher aspirations? I mean, I, know, I don't, I don't want to, you know... Discount? What? Are you talking about the presidency? I I kind of am hinting. <laughs> Are you at... hinting that maybe now, as a man with <laughs> really no political agenda, besides gun control, besides gun control, <laughs> <laughs> which by the way I could th- see how people in your district would say, "Yeah, we want gun control now." Yeah, after going to your I town think, halls, I think that's after probably. Their door. <laughs> I think that's probably why they voted for me. They're like, they're seeing me campaigning. And I'm I'm establishing a point that this is an issue <laughs> that we need to address. And who better to go to Congress than the man currently holding that gun? Uh huh. Uh huh. And maybe they're just trying to send me to Washington to get rid of me. But okay, that's just a little joke I like to say. Uh, uh, usually yeah. people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I find they laugh harder when I point the gun. That's yeah. another thing. I just like holding it. It's metal. It's a little heavy. Yeah. I was a guy, I used to, you know, when I was a kid, I used to walk around with a little stick. Mm-hmm. Just a little stick, and I used, it's kind of like a walking stick. Uh-huh. And I found people were real mean to me. Mm-hmm. They'd make fun of me. They'd just say, hey, stick boy. Hey, weirdo. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm walking around kind of the same way with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and people are pleasant. <laughs> friendly. Yeah. Just Handing over their wallets, handing over their purses to donate to my campaign. Oh, is that that's why you think they're handing you? Yeah, I'm the greatest wallets. politician who's ever lived. <laughs> no, so you I, no, are yes, thinking yeah. about running for president. Well, I think if the, if the American people want me to run, I'll run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think if you get out there, yeah. <laughs> I'll vote yeah. for you. Yes, yeah, I will you vote for you. I will vote, vote for you. I promise. I promise I'll vote for you. I promose. <laughs> just please point the gun back at <laughs> okay. Emily. You promise? Yes, just please. Emily, oh. will you vote for me? I, yeah, I'm not registered. Oh, well, that's a damn shame. Are you not registered? No, I'm registered. I'll vote for you. I'll vote Thank for you. Thank you so much. You I'll guys don't reside in the 238th, obviously. And that's well, no, we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But should I run for a statewide office? Well, yeah. And you know what? I'll tell you what. If there are candidates in my district mm-hmm. who share your platform of pro-gun control, I feel very motivated to vote for them Me right too. now. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's... Yep. Um, hey, Lisa. Yeah. Hey, wait. Travis, would you turn off his uh, headphones real quick? Um, we got to get this cut out. I gotta take yeah. it off. <laughs> I think if this thing, there's a little button on here that I think it's the safety. Which we I I mean I don't know. I feel like um, okay. uh, we should, ha- should Robert Robert like, should distract him for a while. Yeah, I'm and like a cowboy. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm spinning it like a cowboy. Have you do you know anything about Mr. Peanut? Hey, do you want to talk about <laughs> the origin of Mr. Peanut? I know a lot. Oh my god, what's that out the window? Where? Get it. Ah! What the. 
I have it now, you motherfuckers. Emily has Uh-oh. the gun. Uh, oh my god, this thing does weird things to you as soon as you touch it. Doesn't it feel good? Can we talk about that for a you goddamn know, it feels second? That it really feels, good. It feels nice. I like. I would appreciate it if you didn't point it directly at me. I'm not super comfortable being on this end of everything. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, I mean, this. I know people say that it makes you feel powerful. Yeah. Um. The second I felt it, I not only felt powerful, feel but sexy? I also felt not powerful enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You want you more? Know, you need I a bigger gun. Can I suggest running for office? Yes, you can. Yeah. The thing is, literally no one can stop you from running for office. <laughs> and if you have a gun, even fewer people will try to stop you. Yeah. Literally, you can do whatever you want with a gun. Oh, my God. I feel like this is what's been missing from my life. Yeah, that's you why know- the Wild West was so fun. <laughs> Everybody was walking around with a gun. You it d- looks you really natural on you too. You look good with that gun. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Thank yeah. you. Oh wait, okay. <laughs> Don't, you shouldn't wait, please point I away. Actually, now that I, I actually feel like it may not be the best how idea I, for you to hold it. How do I shoot it though? I think you see. There's this little tiny yeah. little finger, so just, and it's just just like a human. Guns are just like humans. Got a little tiny finger right okay. here. You pull the finger, oh, and it's gonna fart a bullet. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. I haven't pointed. Right at Robert. It's yeah, not, please, it's not going. You, I think you have the safety on. <laughs> I have the safety on. Oh, oh thank God. Now, I took, a le- I, had, I took a lesson online. I watched a YouTube video before I bought okay. it. Okay. I bought it from just a, just, a, just a nice young fella selling it out of the back of his car. Real nice guy. $45. That's wow. A, that sounds yeah. like a deal. It really does sound And like what's deal. nice about it is there's no paper trail. Yeah. Why is that nice? Um, I don't know. I just heard that somewhere. I thought that was nice. Um, <laughs> could I see your wallet for a minute? Yeah, <laughs> I got to tell you, you pointed at me like that. I'll give you everything I got. <laughs> oh, boy. oh man, this really just works yeah, so well. Everybody, and what I find is, if you go into a bank, oh, they will lose their mind. Yeah, yeah, they'll throw. They're like the, so excited to see it. Yeah, they'll freak out. They'll press a little button, and there's like a siren, like you won a prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great, and that's I raise more money than anyone in the state of California for my campaign. Did you wow. know that? Yeah, wow. California is a very rich state. I think you know so. what. I can't argue with you here. I'm, I'm You're just going to give it back. Yeah, that's yours. Hey, hey, can I have my wallet back? <laughs> <laughs> here you go. There you go. <laughs> it's a pretty good system. It's not a yeah. bad system. I, uh, <laughs> I've i never gotten in a plane before, and so now I have to fly to Washington, D.C. I'm a little nervous. That might be a little tricky. Yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping that every... I, I'm hoping that it'll keep me calm if I just have my lucky gun with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you yeah. have a gun that's unlucky? Um, I... I have a few that are the ones that I shot the toes off with. I just said, you know what? There's something spooky about this gun. I got to get this out of here. So what did you do with them? Uh, I buried them in a ditch behind my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I heard about it. I heard there's a, there's actually, do you guys listen to rural radio? Yeah, I was just talking about that earlier. It's my oh, favorite yeah. station. Uh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Sometimes I think that I'm the only person with Sirius Satellite Radio listening to <laughs> rural radio. <laughs> and one of the big things is there's a show called uh, Horse Talk, and they basically uh-huh. just That's talk- Lisa's favorite show. Are you kidding, Lisa? Lisa? Yeah. You? This is your favorite show? Yep. Oh, God, yeah. I, uh, one of my favorite things is they tell you just like when you have a, a, a lame horse. Yeah. All right, so this horse is just never going to ride again. One of the things, or he listens to like real bad music. <laughs> he's like, a little, like he's got a lot of three eleven. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> this guy loves that one Elian song. <laughs> okay, so uh, basically, what you do is after you put the horse down with your gun, 
you need to bury that gun because you use that. You kill the horse with the gun. Yeah. You can never use that gun again. Oh, is that true? That's Why? True. It's just bad luck. I think it's bad, bad juju. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that's offensive. I don't know if any of you guys are Jews. I. Uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, what you do is you have to bury. You have to bury that gun in a ditch behind your house. Oh. Are you afraid of gun ghosts? I'm sorry, gun ghosts. Gun ghosts. What Go- gun? Ghosts what? of guns. Man, I never even thought of that. Yeah, you got to be careful. You're telling me this gun could come back? Yeah, it most likely will. <laughs> Go for the other toes. You it's better just maybe treat it, treat it right, make sure it doesn't have any unfinished business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shoot off, you should really shoot off your other toes. You, you, come on. No, I'm, I'm kidding me. I'm, I'm serious. You learn something new about guns every day. I think that's... I think that's a perfect segue into our next segment and yeah. our final segment on the show. What's that? What did I learn? What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? I learned that guns can get me what I want. Mm-hmm. They can get me money and mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. and prestige. Are those the things you want? Who doesn't? Yeah. And gun guns are just like a easy way to get there. Yeah. Robert, what did you learn today? I learned that uh, Lisa really enjoys eating sexy candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you have the option of sexy or unsexy... Uh, yeah, which which I, I want to I want to ask the, uh, the the gentleman with the gun. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. How do you feel about sexy candy? <laughs> <laughs> sexy talking. Have you seen uh, any Geico commercial? Do you have a favorite Geico commercial by any chance? Oh, you talking about the one with the pig? The real funny one. <laughs> the real funny one with the pig. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, because he's like normally pigs don't talk, and this one's like sassy as fuck. <laughs> What's going on? I love it. Um, David Chambers, what did you learn today? Well, I learned that I'm not the only one listening to horse talk at night, and that's comforting. Yeah. You know, it's good to know I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if people want to find out more about you, I kind of don't know if I want to point people in your direction. Yeah. I've sort of uh, been turned against the idea of pointing things in directions today. Seems mm. risky. Um, mm-hmm. But if people did want to, for some reason, follow your campaign or your... Mm-hmm. What would uh, they do? I my you can check me out on Twitter. It's at that Robert Dean. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it opened up. <laughs> it opened up. I was trying to get it for a while, and you pounced on it, <laughs> and I nailed it. I got found it. Pretty sweet. What did I learn today, guys? I learned that uh, there's a truth out there, and it's a truth about Mr. Peanut, and we need to stop pulling the wool over the eyes of America. And actually, now that you have like a national platform, I think this might be an issue you needed to take on. Peanut biz? Yeah. Um, Let's cut down these fat cats and their fake contests that ooh, are not. Thank you. Can I suggest just throwing a gun in Mr. Peanut's hand? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Then you have to buy them. Basically, not only is he wealthy beyond all means, he has a weapon. <laughs> and he's forcing you to buy more motherfucking peanuts. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's a great idea. You guys, that's our show. What a great time we had. Thank you for listening. Um, thanks to our new engineer, Travis, for doing our sound. Travis McElroy. Please listen to his podcast. My brother, my brother, and me. It's very funny. Also on the Maximum Fun Network. Oh, yeah. Um, thanks to Maximum Fun. Thanks to Robert Dean and David Chambers. Yep. We're all still here, guys. Uh, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Emily Heller. I'm at Lisa Draws. 
Uh, I want to briefly plug uh, my friend's book. Friend of the show, Julia Wirtz, has a new collection out of her Fart par- Party comics called The Fart Party Omnibus. Buy it on her website, juliawirtz.com. She's so good. She's been on the show? Yeah. And her comics are super funny. Um, I would also like to say, uh, hey, watch Ground Floor December 9th, 10 p.m. Get ready. On it's TBS, coming. you can see me wearing fake bangs. <laughs> um, so that's enough reason, right? Um, send us pictures of your butts, Baby Geniuses Podcast. Yeah, we haven't gotten com. any butts lately. It's been a while. We need some new butts. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, Paint them up. Do whatever you want to them. Send yeah. Them. For more information on why we're asking you to do this, please listen to every other episode of our podcast because I forget which one we introduced this concept on. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Baby Geniuses. Everything, baby geniuses, we know everything, baby geniuses, we know everything, baby geniuses, we know everything. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.